Pittsburgh Pirates trade deadline outlook, a clear seller as always, but hey, with O'Neill Cruz up, a team that is starting to trend towards contention, maybe not quite this year or next year, but the future is bright and this is an opportunity for them to add to that future by making a big trade. There's two guys we want to talk about first, the guys that could actually bring in a haul to this system. The question is, do they pull the trigger? Because I think last year, We maybe didn't mention David Bednar as a big trade piece, but we know there was a ton of smoke with Brian Reynolds. They did not move him. And I I guess the question is, is he a building block or is he someone you trade and try to capitalize this value right now? I see him as a building block. Um, I just think that the Pirates want to hold on to something. I think that they have to sell their fans on something. You have O'Neill Cruz. You're building a little bit of momentum. They're still a little bit away. But Reynolds is young enough that you can hold on to him. I think that you move Bednar. I don't know if they will. Bad teams should move good bullpen arms. It's that simple. I know he has years of control, which only increases the likelihood of you bringing back an impact player. That's the thing here is if you can get two legitimate, I don't want to say can't miss prospects because there's no prospect that's can't miss. Jared Kalanick has taught us that. We'll see if he can turn things around. But If you can get two guys from someone's system, and also you'll probably get some throwing pieces, how do you not move Bednar? Because as crazy as is a closer, it's still a closer. And it's still what? The best closer pitches 75 innings in a season. Um, You know, it's kind of like what what the Mets just did, another trade that actually involved the Pirates getting Vogelbach. You give up Colin Holderman as a relief pitcher, as much as he showed a lot of promise this year, it's a relief pitcher. You have this guy right now that can help any contender. If you can get a bidding war going for this guy, how do you not pull the trigger and try to improve that farm system? Because if you get a position player that can start for you for six years or a pitcher that can slide into your rotation, it's a lot more valuable in the next four years of Bednar. And that's the thing. They have a lot of young position players that they're high on. The rotation is where all of their questions are, especially if they move one of the rotation pieces that's on the block right now. Yeah, and then that's where we can go right here with Jose Quintana. Feels like he's going to be moved. This is actually from a day. I have to bring it up, but I'll probably bring it up multiple times we're talking. The Michael Givens uh, sentence in your Colorado Rockies outlook cracked me up that he'll be traded every deadline for the rest of his career. Yeah. It feels like Quintana is kind of a similar version of that as a starting pitcher. He's been moved a lot. Uh, you know, this year you look at the stats, a 3.59 ERA, the FIP at 3.33, and this is obviously when you wrote the article, but – uh, that shows you that, I mean, this is a quality left-handed starter that I don't think slots into anyone's top three of a rotation, maybe, but a guy that can need some innings and get you to the playoffs for sure. He's good enough in his career to earn four or $5 million, but not good enough to be on a contender f- heading into the season. So all of these rebuilding teams sign these type of players, hoping to flip them. And if they do perform well enough, like Quintana has, the team will say there's an innings eater that can push us through an injury. It can get us through the end of the season. We don't expect him to be a starter in the playoffs. Maybe he can be a lefty out of the bullpen. Maybe he has to make a a spot start if all goes wrong. He has experience. He's pitching well enough. But at the end of the day, you need arms to get through the last two months of the season, and Quintana can provide just that. If you're like a, a Twins, I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that could use an arm. Even like the Dodgers, like would I be shocked if the Dodgers with all of their prospects sent something 
to, to Pittsburgh and like, let me just get another guy to, to throw in the, into our rotation because we got some injuries until Bueller gets back. It makes a lot of sense. Now you also had Vogelbach on here, as we mentioned. So one for one, as far as uh, your pieces that will be moved. Um, but Ben Gamble's another one you have on here. Uh, you have Fitz, Mariners, Angels, Mets, White Sox. I mean, the bottom line here is if you're looking for like a fourth outfielder, right? Ben Gamble can fit on a contender. Yeah. And he's perfectly fine. Like he's not a bad player. He bounced around a lot, found a home in Pittsburgh last season, and he's performed well for a fourth outfielder lefty off of the bench, can play all three outfield positions, made a phenomenal catch last night. Um, Not exactly a good fielder, but one of those fielders who doesn't grade well, but does make a big play here and there, and it just (laughs) doesn't really make sense. Like, is he good or not? I don't really know. But um, Ben Gamble feels like the type you give up your 20th prospect for, And next thing you know, you have a solid option, kind of like a Rafael or Ortega type, where like he may be starting now, bring him onto your contender as the fourth outfielder who can provide a little bit of depth and improve the the situation that's probably likely due to injury or a rookie underperforming. And and if in a pinch somebody else goes down, or if you're you're using him as an injury replacement for now until somebody comes back, that that's what you like about a quality fourth outfielder that can be a starter if you need him to. Uh, just to rattle through some of these bullpen arms, I think based on what you already said with Bednar, you're thinking if I can get value for Will Crow, Dwayne Underwood, Dylan Peters, just trade any of them because these are relievers and you're still a rebuilding team that wants to get potential position players and starting pitchers to actually build around. Yeah, and these are the type of pieces every single contender needs bullpen help almost all the time. And there's a huge number of bullpen injuries this season for whatever reason. And these are players who have experience. They're going to come cheap, both in terms of money and prospect capital. If I'm the Pirates, I move them. I'm probably two years away from any type of upward swing in terms of production from the overall team in in a contention window. Why not move them? Get a couple flyers. Hell, O'Neill Cruz was kind of a flyer that, that they got thrown in there. That's the type of thing you're looking for as a lottery ticket. Yeah, I look at this team and uh, I mean, I think that what's kind of crazy to me is I look at the Pirates and there's just enough pieces here that I think their time is coming. But this is one of the last, you know, either this deadline, maybe the next one. You got to capitalize on these windows to really make sure that you rebuild successful so you don't have to go through what they've been through for the last whatever, five, six years. So it'll be interesting to see if they sell on particularly those main two pieces and what else they can get for some of those ancillary guys. Uh, Make sure you're checking us out for the rest of our trade deadline outlooks, all 30 teams available on our YouTube at State of the Division or on our podcast feed. uh, And we'll be giving you more from the NL Central as well.